Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hack Season 10, Episode 2, as we are going over House of M from 2005. Last week we did issue number one. This week it's issue number two. This book is by Brian Michael Bendis, Olivia Copil, and on uh, Tracy, it's Tim Townsend. We want to for never forget the Tracers. On the line, I have the full complement of Marvel Hacks tonight. On the line, and that's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. What's up, y'all? Dodging that corona like always. Yes, man. Keep dodging it like uh, Neo in the Matrix. Also on the line tonight, it's Brother Beavis, <laughs> man. What's happening? Hey, hello, everybody. How's it going? Yeah, a little recording on a little Thursday night here, kind of like the old Thursday night comic book show from back in the day, if you've been listening with us for a while. Also on the line tonight, it's Big Hush, man. What's going on? Hey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Well, as, yeah, that sums it up. Yeah, as we've started every freaking podcast since the, the quarantine really has started, although nobody's really quarantined anymore, we've kind of, you know, give our little COVID you update. better um, be. Well, unfortunately, we're not, which is why we're still giving updates. Uh, you know, people still putting up numbers. The southeastern portion of the United States, you know, definitely having a, a big run of it. Uh, Sandman and I in the... Uh, America's Wang in Florida uh, having a real bad run of it. Um, just putting up, again, Jordan-like numbers every single day, probably averaging a little over 10,000 cases a day over the last probably seven days. Just an absolute insane number of people, um, you know, testing positive for coronavirus. So, yeah, that's that. I'll talk about my back-to-work options that they gave us here uh, two days ago because they are working on this, hey, y'all need to go back-to-work stuff here for uh, schools and students and stuff. So I'll talk about that in a little bit. But before that, (laughs) what you watching? You know, it's been a a week or so. You know, you might have picked up a couple things here and there. We'll start out with you, Brother Beavis, man. What you watching? And if you say Hero Academia, I'm muting your microphone. <laughs> I still I actually no have been reading comics. Oh, what? I uh, I started reading Astonishing X Men, the Joss Whedon run. I think I just about finished his his run mm-hmm. up, and yeah. uh, I think you know what you would expect from him is like sort of the witty banter and characterization. So I think uh, you know with the with the team that's kind of trash, uh, kind of Beast, Emma Frost, <laughs> Cyclops. Uh, Wolverine, Kitty, and Colossus. I think there's some good moments to help flesh all of them out. But actually, the overall stories aren't aren't that bad either. So it's been I've I've enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. If you could, I don't think it's still on Netflix. But if those little live action versions of those comic books are on Netflix, they were really fun to like read, watch, or whatever. Although I don't think they're on there anymore. But yeah, uh, I thought his run was pretty decent too. Uh, Sandman, what you watching or reading? Um. I finally saw Hamilton, mm-hmm. and like, I joined, I guess, the rest of the planet. Yeah. It's apparently seen this shit. Uh, it's not shit. It's, I was actually uh, impressed. It's pretty good. I am not the biggest person on uh, musicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, matter of fact, I don't know another one I could name that <laughs> I've seen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised. I uh, really did like it. And, hell, I was listening to people today talking about it. Yeah. So it's like wildfire. It's uh, really sweeping across the country, across the world. Yeah. So, yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I did watch, except for the last 20 minutes, because I fell asleep because we didn't start it until after 9 o'clock. I didn't know it was three hours long. So I still haven't seen the last 20 yeah, minutes. Uh, but um, I was, I, I liked it as well. I do kind of like musicals, though. So, uh, you know, I was it was one of those mm-hmm. things that, like, oh, yeah, kind of, yeah. I kind of like show tunes and stuff. I am straight, though. But, uh, uh, <laughs> 
uh, I just don't. Um, Sorry about muting microphones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I just, um, you know, I, it was one of those things I wanted to see, like, in the, you know, like, whatever. And I'd enter, like, the lottery, you know, to try to get the $10 tickets or whatever. I just never won. You know, my wife wanted to go see that shit. And it just never happened. So uh, when I heard that they were going to do it before the pandemic, we were already making plans. Like, hey, we'll go to the movie theater to go see Hamilton. And then they were like, oh, no, we're going to put it on Disney+. Plus. So, yeah, we, we made a day of it. It just kind of got pushed back because of other crap, and we didn't wind up getting to it till really late in the evening. She stayed up for the whole thing. I, I just missed the last twenty minutes, but I thought it was very good as well. So yeah, I did. I did watch that. Yeah. Hodge, what you watching, man? Um, I burnt out on One Piece. <laughs> I can't watch no more. No. Um, well, the shit is never I, ending. I, no kidding. It, right. It's like that's one of the things for like ten years of that stuff. Like holy mackerel! It's um, now I, That's why I can't I, start watching it. Yeah, I, I am watching. What am I watching now? I'm watching a bunch of other anime, some shows that only lasted like twelve episodes. So I feel like I completed something. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I again, y'all's anime watching is it is what it is, man. <laughs> y'all done converted brother beast <laughs> oh. to this shit. Dude. And hey, man, to each their own. And and as far as Hamilton goes. Uh, the late great Sandy mm-hmm. Orland. Yes. Uh, yeah. She mm-hmm. she was that was her hook. That mm-hmm. was her. She was that was her probably one of her last things that she really 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 was down with. Mm-hmm. And of course, I had mm-hmm. I heard that soundtrack mm-hmm. to death <laughs> again and again. Yes, yeah. I think if you live in in Atlanta, period, you hear that uh, soundtrack over and over again in everybody else's car. So. Mm-hmm. That's the sense I get. Anyway. I, 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 right, I. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, I life doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes. Mm. I, yes, I know that song almost by heart. Oh, wow. I even almost saw Leslie Odom's Junior, Mr. Aaron Burr, mm. at he was at one of the Atlanta mm. places. This was after you know the run in uh, Broadway, and he was here in Atlanta. And I just missed seeing him. I should have done it. Wow. But yeah. So yes, Hamilton. Oh, crazy. I, I I carry Hamiltons now. I got yeah. ten dollar bills. Nice. Yeah, that. Yeah, I I um I <laughs> I was not familiar with any of the songs or whatever. You know, it just becomes like kind of one of those cultural phenomenon things. It's like, oh, everybody's talking about this, so you know, I want to you know know something about it or whatever. I just, you know, never got a chance to see it. And like I said, I'll, you know, I'll watch it here. I would thought my, my daughter, who's, you know, kind of into that kind of stuff, would want to see it. But she's been avoiding it for whatever reason. Um, so I'm not quite sure. As I was kind of going to use that as my second rewatch to watch it with her. But she hasn't um, jumped on that grenade yet. Um, but, yeah. All right. But, yeah, uh, other than Hamilton, I haven't really been watching much of anything. Um, like I said, they do. There, there ain't shit to watch. Yeah, isn't? there's that. Yeah, there's that yeah. too. You know, but At as time, you know, I've always said on here. You know, I'm winding down my, um, you know, end of the summer or whatever. You know, it's no secret that I'm in the field of education or whatever. And my summer ends before like the teacher summer does. I have to go back. You know, a solid two weeks early. And um, you know, they've come up with their plan. Uh, and I, I, it did air quotations. I know this is a podcast. Um, they came up with their plan to send like the children back as well as the educators or whatever. And essentially the plan is good luck, nigga. 
Um, because the kids are coming <laughs> back. Uh, they're they're gonna try to like enforce like the mask and stuff like that. And they said that you know on the bus they have to wear them, of course. You know, but between class and in class or whatever. You know, and uh, you know if you believe the science, and I have no reason not to. You know, younger kids are less susceptible to getting it. However, it ain't um, fucking the kids ain't teaching each other. The average age of a teacher is about 50 years old. Yipes. Um, I'm in the average. Wow. And you could easily give that something to one of these freaking teachers and literally kill them. So, um, yeah. So that's really the plan. And, you know, obviously people aren't happy about it here. Um, it is what it is. You know, from, from what it sounds like, most areas are having some version of this plan. Oh, you can go online if you want to, whatever. We're, we're having a conversation about, you know, if we're going to send our kids, you know, into that German-fested place in and of itself. It's just, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, incompetent leadership has led to this particular situation. And this this is a, an exact quote from our governor today. If you could go, if you can go to Walmart and Home Depot, you can go to school. I'm like, how much time were you spending in Walmart, nigga? Short because, damn. Uh, Hell, I mean, yeah, no shit. were you spending six hours in Walmart? You don't stay in Walmart eight plus hours, yeah. Yeah, our governor is is incompetent as the person that runs this country. So I'll leave it at that. And uh, yeah, so that's that, man. All right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, not so happy about that part. All right. So back to funner, more fun things here. Uh, We are going to get into House of M tonight. Uh, We're going to get into what my I have a previously on House of M note, but then also my overall uh, overall header for this is man you know what issue one was like really cool and they like gave us all this other you know all this stuff and then issue two like every freaking miniseries essentially now is like yeah okay so now we got a world build and not a whole lot happens in the next two to three issues and house of m is really not that much different so previously on house of m uh, Scarlet Witch went crazy. The X-Men and Avengers try to decide what to do with her. Magneto steals his daughter out of Genosha on some uh absentee father guilty shit and um a, uh, and a blinding white vagina engulfs spider-man does that cover it y'all pretty yeah, I think much so. yeah okay all right so let's jump into the book tonight uh, again we had a lot of stuff that went on in issue number one issue two is complete world building y'all uh and so we know that we kind of have this idea of this separate you know, universe of heroes or whatever. But now we get to play with this a little bit and we're going to just go over kind of the people that they introduce and we'll talk a little bit about each one. So first up in the Bronx, I thought he was from Brooklyn. MCU's full of shit. Uh, Steve Rogers. Uh, you know, he's there. He's old as hell. No old. super serum. Yep. Uh, he's got on that hat. My, one of my notes here says, uh, Hush, was this version of Steve Rogers made for Trump? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, this this one voted for Trump and oh, did and did the terrible. chicken the chicken dinner circuit with Trump yeah. to get vote. Yeah, oh. he probably did. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, he's old as damn it, chap. Damn. Yeah, he's old as fuck. He's living in the Bronx because he's probably gentrifying the hell out of it. And everybody around there, mm. if you look at the hell, the pictures and stuff, it looks like there's all these fantastical beings around. You see like a girl flying. You see, I don't know. I was thinking that was mutants. Yeah, I think I was thinking it was that dude from uh, Generation X. Who's the dude whose face? What Jonathan? What's his name? Whose oh. face is on fire? Jono. Jono. Yeah, that dude. Uh, yeah, so, like, sure. 
Yeah, all that is going on. Chamber. So, chambers. That's it. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, that oh, was that. that's right. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. He definitely probably voted for Trump. So, that was uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, whatever. <laughs> the next group is uh, we have our couple here. Um, it's Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, it's Scott Summers and Emma Frost. I don't, assuming that she's not married uh, to them. I'm not really sure. Um so they're having like this little. Uh, I thought that was Vince and Linda McMahon. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, Very nice. Could easily pass for him. Uh, yeah. So uh, Scott uh, didn't get no booty last night. Is what my note my note says, uh, and he said because his wife fell asleep. Now let me side brother topic to the other married person on this podcast. <laughs> um, I can relate. Uh, brother, hey, you, how, how, how many nights have you been like, oh boy, uh, man? Whoa. You know, these, no, no, whoa. no. This, this is a <laughs> this is a common wedding re- oh, marriage refrain. It's like, yeah, when we get home, man, it's about to be on, and then you go to the bathroom to brush your teeth, and you wife come back, it's sleep as fuck, Testify, tell me, tell me, brother. Man. Whoa, that answer um. is definitely greater than zero. <laughs> <laughs> You might be working on the uh, working on the single route. I keep that up, nigga. She already yeah, asleep. Yeah, no kidding. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's already asleep, man. So we're good on that one. But yeah, it's just that's just a common refrain. But yeah, so they're a couple. Uh, there's a little bit going on, I guess, on the radio. This is 2005 that they're listening to the radio. And America's sweetheart, Mary Jane Watson, is you know. She's like the number one movie star in the world or whatever. She's breaking barriers. The funny thing is, is like, if you think about our Mary Janes in the Spider Universe, um, movie wise, they all suck. To be honest with you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait like, a they're minute. really kind of bad. You know, I mean, I love Zendaya. And technically, she's sort of MJ, but not really Mary Jane. So I, I don't even know if you can she's count. She's not it. even the real MJ. Yeah. So like, I don't even know if you yeah. can really count it. So that means we're counting back to yeah, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Um. Ugh. Yeah. Just, really. Oh, I, I hate her as Mary Jane. Yeah. I just this is not a very like a very good representation. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, I will remind you of when Big Hutch listed Spider-Man's greatest villains, Mary yes. Jane was amidst them. So, she's not a great character to begin with, and yes. he really should have ended up with Gwen Stacy. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Which he will, but uh, jumping ahead here. But yeah, I, so my question that but, I sent to you guys last night is with this thing with, you know, Emma's, by the way, running a school, air quotations, and she's meeting with that little Richards boy, you know, it made me think about like little Richard, rest in peace, little Richard. I'm like, oh, you meet with little Richard, but you know, Franklin Richards, his parents were astronauts, they died or whatever, blah, 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 blah. All right, here was my side topic that I sent to you last night, and I based it on reading this passage and this particular character. Okay, so Emma Frost, who has gotten a huge push over the last 15 to 20 years in X-Men to become a much more well-rounded, you know, hero slash villain, you know, but she's really... Yeah, she's a, well. She's a a, a a cool heel, so to speak, wrestling term. Um, so, so the character has become a, you know more popular or whatever. But the costume is terrible. Like every representation of it from the beginning, with the white fur and the boots and the bikini, to <laughs> the versions that they have now. Like I mean, it's just the costume is terrible. Even though that she's a really cool character, and we will never ever talk about the representation that she got in the movie. 
with January Jones, <laughs> who could fill out the suit, terrible, but could not act her way out. Terrible of, actress. Yeah, I mean, just awful. Great boobs, but just terrible. Yeah, just terrible. So my question yeah. to y'all was last night. Who is a comic book character who you enjoy or you like that particular character, but the costume takes you completely out of it? Like, oh, my God, that costume is just so terrible. So, Sandman, you had one. You were the first to respond. What was your answer last night in the text chain? Yeah, I had to reach across the aisle for this one. But okay. uh, over <laughs> on the DC side, we have uh, – I love this character now. Don't get me wrong. Do. But uh, Firestorm, his damn – his damn costume with the puffy sleeves, the pointy <laughs> shoulders, and I don't know, something about the, the the way they draw, his head's on fire. I mean, he's fire. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, even the way he draws his head on fire, it's kind of weird. And yeah, and I was like, yeah, maybe I should reconsider liking this mofo. I don't know. But yeah, it's, um, uh, I like him because he's a unique character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's two people in, in one hero body. And, and um, But yeah, his costume needed to be uh, modified. And they did. Mm-hmm. They eventually eliminated all that shit. So I guess the, the times changed and they still uh, updated the, they updated the character. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Side, side, side brother topic. When he started to appear on the Justice League or the Super Friends or whatever, like that was like oh, the hottest yeah. time. Like, that was like the hottest <laughs> angle of all time. Of course, they brought Cyborg along too, which... He still sucks. Cyborg. But anyway, all right. Um, yeah. Still sucks. Uh, Brother Beavis, you got anybody in mind whose costume is, you know, you like the character, but the costume is terrible? Well, I uh, I, would, I was trying to come up with something, and I just kept coming, like, it's more common for me to, like, I like the design of characters, but they're terrible. Mm-hmm. And I remember the distinct feeling when I was watching <laughs> the Ghost Rider movie. And I was like, I think Ghost Rider might just look cool, but he actually sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, there's like, I think I get drawn in by the, the costume. So, like, you have a shitty costume, you might be the coolest character ever, and I probably will never know. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll also go on record as saying, I do not have a problem with Emma Frost costumes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, oh, oh, all right, hold on a second. Okay. I'm not saying that I dislike the costumes. I'm saying that it makes it very difficult to take the character seriously based on those Fair particular enough. issues. Okay, yeah, there you go. Fair well, enough. Inspires well, well, great cosplay, but yeah, go ahead, Hutch. I was going to say, I liked Emma Frost when she first came out, as far as, you know, being able to, you know, manipulate minds and mm. all that stuff. Mm. When she got the power to mm. turn into diamond, Das or diamond skin. Yeah. What in the that fuck was so that stupid. come from? I hated that. Her secondary mutation. I hated that. That's I, your extreme X Men secondary was, mutation storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem extreme I have with her from a story perspective is you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's mm-hmm. like she goes on and on about how being an X Man is important because she's all over the Joss Whedon run and yeah. how she loves Scott now and blotty blotty. Mm-hmm. But you're always it's like okay, well where's the swerve? Yeah, because you know it's coming. Right, she's right. Yeah, she's right. right. You right. She's gonna stab you in the back eventually. <clears throat> yeah, right. With a diamond hand. Yep. Right, Hutch. Hutch, you had uh, a couple of <laughs> tangents really uh, about like these some of these characters. <laughs> um, like what character design that you you know you like the character, but the character design is all. I had so many that I, I <laughs> damn near forgot. Yeah. But the last one, <laughs> I, 
I swear to goodness, I went cuckoo there for a second. Anyway, the uh, the apocalypse look also from the other side. Mm. I don't know that where he was wearing the. I guess I think I said he had a Bill Belichick hoodie on. Yeah, and he was wearing a mini skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will add yeah. one. I guess I, I did think of this one. Also, reaching across the aisle, I think Robin is another character. Like, I think Dick Grayson oh, God, has become, yeah. in some ways, a more interesting character than Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But he's always going to have little green panties and or little yellow panties and green yeah. panties, no yeah. matter what he changes his name oh, to or whatever. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and they've tried to update it with uh, yeah. a newer character that's playing him or whatever and putting him in some pants. But yeah, I mean it's it's hard to get yeah, over. Pants. Yeah, it's hard to get over that uh the the little pant and the little booties too. <laughs> like on the bottom it's fucking the little booties. That's just <laughs> terrible too. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I mean the character is made in what the forties, so I mean yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's gonna happen. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, so and, uh, I, I guess. And yeah. we had, I said last night too, you know, and again I think this kinda of goes across all the aisle or whatever too. Like, you know, some of the costumes and again I, I you know, we know who writes comic books, we know who draws comic books, and we know the majority of people that read comic books. So when you get the character design, especially for a lot of the female characters or whatever, they're on the, a little bit on the, the pervy side sometimes or the way extreme side yeah so i brought up star girl's costume like that is just like i mean i saw that tv show the other day and they they were very (laughs) uh i guess uh you know whatever with the costume like very you know on point or whatever with it but it's a little girl playing it too i'm just like this is some fucking john benet ramsey shit like this is not cool y'all and yeah google it and um like, it just doesn't, like, you know, it just doesn't feel, you know, it feels a little bit weird, like, kind of watching that, you know, you got some 14-year-old wearing this outfit that's, you know, it's just, it just seems kind of pervy. And so, I mean, we could list hours yeah. of pervy, like, costumes or whatever, but, like, the Stargirl one is just not cool. And I just, I don't know, I just kind of, like, was like, oh, you know, here's Emma, she's in this book again. Oh, let's, you know, she had a, a big role in the Avengers Disassembled part, like, before we got to this point. Uh, you know, thinking about deciding to do what what to do with Scarlet Witch, and then you know the first thing that you see with her, I mean, she's naked except for this robe, and you know it's like, well, you know what we're selling here, and you're like reducing this, you know, fairly powerful character just to a pair of tits, and it, not necessary, but it is what it is. Like I know, I know who we're dealing well, with here. Well, I mean, the episode before they had that big shot of uh, what Mystique yeah. in a robe or towel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's coming so, up, too. Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. All right. All right, anyway, next group of heroes that are up is uh, Dazzler. Let's talk about who's got <laughs> terrible costumes. And Simon Williams. Um, it actually uh, got worse. Yeah, <laughs> Simon Williams and Wonder Man. Oh, God. Uh, so Wonder Man is, uh, he's got a TV Horrible. show called Me and Mine. Uh, my note says, nigga, what? What in the fuck is this show called? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but anyway, so Allison Williams has, uh, has her own TV show and talk show or whatever, so they reduce Dazzler to Allison really Blair. Blair. What did I call her? Williams? Blair. Who the fuck is Allison Williams? Williams. Williams. You said Williams. Who the fuck is Allison Williams? Anyway. Talking about. All right, my bad. So, Allison Blair is there. She's the talk show host uh, in some very much, I don't know what that haircut is. But, yeah, Simon Williams is there. Pixie. 
Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, I Dazzler, guess. Dazzler sucks in all iterations. I don't want to be that dude, <laughs> but there's no talking about a costume that sucks. But she also sucks. Like that original costume sucked, and then like later costumes also suck. But the character also when sucks. You're, so it when you're qualify. when you're inspired by disco music and ABBA and roller skating, <laughs> I mean, what are you roller come skating? Up with? That shit was too much in the seventies. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But still, yeah. So there's a, a question that they have, you know, for Simon. Like, hey, we're going to talk about your wonderful show here soon enough. But we also need to talk about uh, your dating Carol Danvers. She's a very special girl, which is a bullshit line for every celebrity uh, and whatever. But here's the thing. My note says, and maybe it's Hutch has influenced me. Um, I'm thinking that Carol Danvers is his beard. You know, because Simon Williams, he gay as hell, man, right? Like, come on. This is some John Travolta Tom Cruise shit, Hutch. Hook me up, man. Uh, I'm out there in the streets already with with this take. Um, But I I, want to like Wonder Man, kind of. But, I mean, they have. He's an empty suit. They ain't the one, one Wonder Man moment. I can't name one. <laughs> I mean, he has always been somebody's bitch. <laughs> I mean, for real. How the fuck can you? How can how the fuck you would lift fifty to seventy five tons, and you are getting punked out by the by the masters of evil? You have earthly strength. You get punked out yeah, by like Ultron. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ultron's your bitch. I mean, the Masters of Evils. I mean, oh, they God. they be beating on you. I mean, you have the you're the one of the worst <laughs> Avengers ever. I mean, the I mean, you, I mean Wanda oh, Wanda. I mean, they took her mind and gave it to the Vision. Mm-hmm. I think that's the story. That was one of the stories. Yeah. And Wanda went Originally. for the android. Mm. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And I I yeah. think we talked about him last night too about his costumes. Are pretty terrible right. too, and his secondary mutation made oh. him his when he became the purple person or whatever that made him worse. To be honest with you, to me, uh, but the, yeah, he, the energy being whatever yeah, yeah, like but the the red members only jacket with the tight freaking hammer or the kind of hammer pants that's just a bad look too. Um, and the jet belt, yeah, oh yeah, don't forget, <laughs> it's just bad. Like it's just yeah, he, yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty yeah, bad. He, oh, with, yeah, with the. With the little rocket packs on the waist, too. Yeah, uh, this is bad. Double, triple, ugh. Well, he, he... He's a bad character. Yeah, he... he but a, he's... He's dating Carol Danvers, and we get a big, you know, like, whole splash page of uh, Carol Danvers, who was going at the Miss Marvel version at this point in time. Now, talk about a costume that... Uh, again, inspires incredible cosplay. But uh, yeah. thigh high boots. It's a swimsuit. It's a swimsuit <laughs> with thigh high boots and a sash around her waist. And a sash. Well, what was Storm? Yeah, well, Storm's costume is no better. Which one? The first one. Well, original yeah, one? I get. I mean, yeah, original I mean, again, yeah. I mean, but that's proven my point. Like that, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just again, I know who reads these books. We are these people. I am him. I get it. Like I understand why this is it. I understand. I'm just saying, like it, it, 
it, it, it takes away, I guess, a little bit from the characters, you know, and even, and it's, again, we're talking about for the, it the does? characters here. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Come on, man. Hmm. This oh, takes away, I mean, I mean this, 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 this focuses on, like, her boobs more than the character yeah. in and of itself. And I think this is, again, one of the reasons why, one of them, the reasons why the people hated Brie Larson, or fanboys hated Brie Larson so much, is one, because she wasn't in some version of this particular costume, and two, because she hates fanboys. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, that's uh, the whole uh, part, thing. Uh, what, what was that second one? Because she hates fanboys. Uh, uh, well, but third, I mean, what, what, Captain Marvel sucks. Okay. The woman. <laughs> the character sucks. I when, think this is Rouge. this. We're in the era that was really the start of her big push. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel sucked. Yeah. I mean, and um, and you gotta wonder yes. what what was yes. about 2005 that made us like, hey, this is somebody. Because remember, we're ahead of the freaking MCU curve, so she's not even a thought process in terms of a movie. But, yeah, she's going to get this huge push here coming out of this whole situation and into these next few series, these limited series. She but she should have been on that list, too. I may have yeah. to update this. Yeah, well, she's had some oh, yeah. so, like, interesting costume. I don't hate the character as much. You know, I like the Captain, I like the Miss Marvel character that we have now as opposed much to this particular character. But, yeah, um. Uh, I don't know. Look at the fantastical beings flying all around, by the way, you know, behind her as she's going into fight some crime here in a little bit. And she's fighting crime and we get a, a Remy LeBeau sighting. Now, how much do I love her? Uh, I went and did some um, uh, I went and did some uh, some French translation research. I, I did some uh, French translation for you, niggas, man. I, really, I went all you, out. You, you took two years of French. You know, and my note here says, tell story about how bad you were at French. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, and I may have told this story on a version of a podcast before. So I took that shit. Oh, and, I, oh, oh, I, oh I saw those report cards. You ain't got to tell me. Yeah, well, thank you. All right, so, <laughs> so we did, we did ninth grade. We did ninth grade in middle school. I met Brother Beavis, everybody, by the way. We did ninth grade in middle school. And let's just say I was an average student. I mean, and I'm being kind and generous at this point. Um, so, you was you okay. was Theo Huxtable before Theo Huxtable. Listen, man. I'm about to, I'm about to take y'all down a path here for like a couple of y'all who know some of this stuff. And then you'll see what happened here. Okay, so I'm in ninth grade. Not a great student. And um, so I was taking French. I don't know why I should have taken Spanish. Look at my wife. Whatever. So I didn't know. I didn't know. So I was taking uh, right. French or whatever. And so I was taking this class, and there was this kid in that class, this white dude named James. Now, this nigga turned me on to wrestling in a way that could never be explained. This nigga, this nigga had wrestling stories, books, magazines, t-shirts. He knew more about professional wrestling than anybody that I knew up to the point of being 15 years old. So you put me in a French class and somebody's talking about wrestling and shit all the time for an hour every day. Nigga, I ain't gonna pay attention to no damn French. And neither did he. <laughs> so... The teacher and I don't remember this lady's name. God bless her. It was a black lady too. Like she was like, you know, y'all never be paying no attention to these damn lessons. 
And so the only French I learned in French one, and she taught me and James to say this, but whenever I call on your ass, is je ne sais pas, which is I don't know. So whenever I don't, she would ask me a question, would be like, <laughs> how do you say my oh penis was jello? Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. That's the only French I learned in the whole <laughs> year of French. So, but I did do some research for y'all. So as Carol Danvers is chasing Remy LeBeau, and I'm assuming he's in the Thieves Guild at this point, maybe the Assassins, but we'll get to that later too. He, um, uh, you know, she catches them down. She catches him, and the car flips over or whatever. And then Remy says, "And forgive my French, salut de Cipion, mais tu sais pas." All right, bitch. That means. Hold on. Where's my notes? Uh, hold on. I, I wrote down. Uh, dirt of a sapien does not touch me. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yes, dirt of a sapien does not touch me. And so, and we this comes up here in a little bit as we see all these magical creatures or whatever, or whoever flying around the world. There's this real division between sapiens and then Homo superior, which is going to come huge in the next scene here coming up in the book. But Gambit, uh, there's the wrestling question here. What's Gambit's priority card? <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Gambit is a Gambit is the equivalent of your Ricky Morton. A two and a half. Except he's probably not as good of a tag team partner. He might be a two-two. A two? Yeah. He's a. He's a two. Three pull, he's a two three, yeah, I would say. Yeah. He's got um yeah. but he's got I, you know, he's got uh not heat. He's got, you know, fans, you know, people cheer for him. Right. You know, so that's Ricky Morton. People cheer for the yeah, Mulkies too. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> yeah. but but Gambit always for the most part wins or figures out he gets his ass kicked too, but he but he usually wins. Yeah. The, the Mokies are like two and five million. Yeah. So yeah. Gambit is selling, I guess, for a uh, wrestling term, selling for Carol Danvers because he really doesn't get any offense in this whole thing. I mean, he gets no. crushed the entire time and then gets um, thrown in that the- costume. I mean, that's a major distraction. <laughs> and gets thrown into the into the head of a sentinel uh, before he gets you know arrested by the cops or whatever. I, you know. I- I don't know. Again, I, I sent you all that thing, and I know Sandman saw it. Y'all saw that fan-made um, Gambit movie on YouTube or whatever that somebody made? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I watched the whole thing. I watched maybe seven <laughs> minutes of it. I was like, nope, this ain't for me. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm and starting you to used think, to. Go ahead. You used a job for Gambit. Uh, well, Maybe. Because I think he was a yeah. cool character until you read the books. I wasn't reading comic books then. It was just like either the, the TV show or whatever. But now, eh, huh. you know. Oh, wait a minute. I like his wife more now. Didn't you have the first Gambit episode or issue? issue? I do. Yeah. I do. But that's... Yeah. I, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, if I got a roll with Rom and Dazzler, you as a candidate. <laughs> oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, damn. Are you really <laughs> Gambit in the realm of freaking Dazzler and Rom? Are, is this what we're doing? No, nah, right nah, he, he's, he's better than Dazzler. Oh, Dazzler has nothing. 
Hey, and I don't like Gambit, by the way. They're all in the same issue yeah. together, so what's that to you? Yeah, yeah probably. They're all in the same oh, wow. back comic book yeah. pen, too. Um, all right. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's this weird beef between Homo sapiens and Homo superiors. Uh, you know, so, whatever. All right. And so, y'all said that y'all didn't know Gambit's Marvel card, though. Like, this was he came out after. They didn't oh. make an online version of this. Oh, I got it. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm just gonna shoot some guesses here, and that he's probably fighting at Remarkable. Ding. Yes. Uh. All right. Remar- Remarkable ain't bad. No, that's not bad. Good. You fight better than Simon Williams, is sorry ass. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Shoot. Go. All right. So uh, what's it next? Agility. Agility. Incredible. Yep. Did you write this card? <laughs> Apparently wow. so. Well, that's I'm, I'm, I'm cheating. I'm looking at it. Yeah. So, the yeah. strength. Well, the strength always gets me up. Uh, so I would probably say good. Ding! Oh, it's incredible! Ding, ding. I'm on fire. All right, uh, and then uh, this endurance is probably probably remarkable. Ding! Dang! Look at this! Oh wow! Are oh, you looking at this shit? I am not. So he's got a hundred. If you get these next three, I know you're looking at this shit. I am not. Card yeah. created by the producer Hutchison. <laughs> Cyclops is like Cyclops is maybe has seventy six health and yeah and uh and uh, yeah, I, got, I, got I got him too. Okay. Um, yeah. So Gambit got yeah. like what, a hundred and twenty some odd hit points? Yeah. Damn. Uh, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Cyclops is like excellent, remarkable, typical, excellent, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Uh, maybe. Nice. Yeah, that is an Italian stallion card. <laughs> if I was playing that game and I got beat by that game, if I, if I was playing Cyclops and I got beat by that Gambit, I would definitely be calling somebody to complain. <laughs> hey, hell, he, hell, he didn't quit three or four times now. Yeah. So why, why not? Yeah. Noted. Wow, that's crazy. Well, I mean, right. I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense for for modern. But I think if they modernize Cyclops, they probably just give him more. Um, maybe they up his fighting a little bit, and they probably up his strength up to good, maybe. Um, but um, that. Gambit, is, Gambit is whooping his ass in every stat except for strength and <laughs> strength and endurance are the same. Yeah, but Gambit is Gambit That's is putting putting foot and ass <laughs> compared to Cyclops. That's jacked up. All the Cyclops years of being a leader and all that shit, they ain't worth a fuck. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, they overhyped. They overhyped Gambit. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. Because I mean, because th- think about, and I think we talked about this on a different podcast about um, how there is no real like definitive Gambit story. Like the most have been in comic books for thirty plus years, and there's really not one story that you can point to and be like, oh, you know what, Gambit was whatever in this particular thing. You know, I mean, nothing really. That you know that just sticks out. Of course, you know he's allegedly the traitor or whatever. But I mean that didn't want even him yeah. either. You know, and he, he led them to them, the led the Marauders yeah. to them. But they kind of retcon that too. So you know what I mean? Like it's just traitor? nothing. He's just yeah, yeah. He's just because I made him a villain. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's just a dude. He's just a cool like almost '90s character design person, and he's, he's been living off that you know 
He's, he's, um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's that, uh, all, that almost got a full featured movie. Almost that should yeah. have. Yeah, he should have. Mm. Almost did. Yeah, yeah. I, I read somewhere on Twitter somebody said called Gambit. Gambit is Eric Estrada. He just shows up in his chip costume and people just paying money. Man, and I was like, God damn, that's pretty accurate. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. Next up, it's Kitty Pride, y'all. Our favorite character uh, on this podcast, if you listen uh, to, but she gets a she gets oh, her, yeah, her costume is great. Oh, but we don't like her though, oh, so God. it wouldn't matter. Like she sucks, and <laughs> that, that, so that, was, that was saccharism. Oh, yeah, got it. Another right. French word. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. So, but she does show up, but she's in Cincinnati, Ohio, y'all. So it's a very kind yeah, of close right. to us or whatever in terms of our growing ups mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so my note here says, so as Brother Beavis, as a former resident and uh, graduate of said university in one of those particular city, man, what's your finest Cincinnati memory that you could share on this podcast? <laughs> Not that it's family friendly, but, you know, for, don't get yourself well, you, you didn't drop the N-word five times. This so is true. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a special dispensation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one thing uh, that I remember most about school was there was one year and this isn't a story to tell in the summer but we had one year we had like an ice storm followed by a snowstorm followed by an ice storm mm. and they closed uh, they, we were at college and they closed school for mm. a week mm. so we were just going wild for yeah. a week nice. uh lots of beer it was yeah, great yeah, yeah. Now, for you non-ohio people you have to understand that for ohio to close schools shit is really <laughs> fucked up shit Shit. I don't think we got a whole week off in that what blizzard of 77, 78? Or Man. whatever year that was. Was that 78? Yeah. yeah. Dayton City School. We made a guy three days. Yeah. Man, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure that every suburban school was closed and there was like Dayton's public schools on a two hour delay. Man, like get y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that for that blizzard, we were off for a couple of days, and we were I was playing D&D with a couple of other guys, or playing something, and like their schools were out for a long time, and wow. we were back in school. Yeah, no, nah, they don't, yeah, they, wow. it really has to be bad, bad for them to, uh, to, to they was school. They was finding people frozen in the car, yeah. they, wasn't that bad enough? Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, apparently. it was a... My God. Make it, yeah. I, Terrible. I mean, and Hutch and I and, and Sandman grew up in this literally within blocks of one another and rode the same school bus when they bus us to the white side of town or whatever. It was so cold some of those mornings waiting on that bus. Like, I mean, I can't, I mean, like, I, 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 I don't even know how we survived, to be honest with you. I mean, we was 30 oh, minutes man. away from being that movie where the Brazilians yeah. ate the soccer team, man, because it was cold as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, wasn't this wasn't this also the same time you was big into uh, Miami Vice and you stopped wearing socks? That was more high school. <laughs> <laughs> that was more high school. Yeah, I ain't wearing socks. Yeah, Edinburgh cured me of that shit uh, for sure. Talk about where it's cold all the time. Edinburgh cured me of that uh, for sure. Uh, anyway, anybody else got yeah. any other Cincinnati memories? Uh, Sam, man, you got any Cincinnati specific memories? Outside of sports related, uh, not really. Podcast. Uh, 
This is Cincinnati. Yeah, and wrong podcast. And this is Cincinnati sports we're talking about, mm-hmm. so most of it's bad. Yeah. So, yeah. I got nothing to offer. Touch any memories of Cincinnati? Yeah, I remember driving down to that big, gigantic mall down there. Mm. And I took. 75? Yeah, the one, yeah, it was in a big, gigantic mall. And I, me and, okay. uh, me and Sanji mm. went to a movie there mm-hmm. and we got out and we, I couldn't find a car. Mm. So I, we walked <laughs> oh, that whole outside of that mother blanket <laughs> thing and the car's on the exact <laughs> other side of that bitch. Oh my gosh. Damn near two miles later. Uh, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, wow. Well, I remember that going there at the Kings Island Airports. and waiting at the gate, that. running in to ride the Rado rides, and oh yeah, that was that shit. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, we, we almost yeah. got thrown out of Kings Island for throwing water on each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, that wasn't it. It's because you're black. <laughs> it didn't hurt us. Yeah, well, it didn't hurt. <laughs> that was the, the uh, main thing. Oh man, I got pick, two. Yeah, pick a reason. I got two Cincinnati memories, and they both involve Brother Beavis. I'll go with the one that's more innocent. Um, we, we, his Oof. dad took us uh, oh. to uh, the Cincinnati Gardens <laughs> to go see wrestling. Um, you know, and his dad couldn't find Damn, the freaking oh, Cincinnati, or he oh, missed the exit. Man. Well, he couldn't find the exit for whatever reason, man. Like we just couldn't catch the exit. And, like, it took us a little while to get oh, there shit. because of that. And then that's also when I turned heel on the Rock and Roll Express. Um, where, um, <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, I turned heel. Oh, yeah, no. it was, I turned heel, man. Um, that uh, we went there. We, we, and we had oh, decent seats. Oh, yeah, yeah we, were, we were at yeah, decent seats. Yeah. We were on the floor. Like, we weren't, like, up or whatever. And they had wrestled uh, Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude. They had lost the titles to them. Like, that. see, this is why, Again? I, couldn't no, this is why I couldn't learn no French, nigga. Um, and um, <laughs> they um, they had lost. And I think they did a cage match, brother Beavis. Does that sound like familiar? Right? It I sounds it about right. Yeah, yeah, it does sound right. Yeah, it was a cage match, and they lost that too. And so, like, we ran up to like the gates or whatever, and you know, like the the railing around the ring as they were heading back to the ring. And I was like, Oh, Ricky, Ricky, Robert! Like, give me a high five or whatever. They both went past me, man. I I don't know if this is true or not, but in my head, they high five the white kid behind me. And I was like, oh, this. They're, oh. like, they're like, you ain't a 15-year-old girl. We don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Or white. Yeah, no thanks, Blackie. And, oh, uh, yeah, and that, in my mind, that's how I wrote it and how I interpreted it. And so I turned heel on them back then. And then my other memory was much much quicker and easier. It's like I went to I only I only Damn. went to see Brother Beavis maybe once or twice while he was a student in that particular college and city. And there was this one time I was gonna hook up with this girl that looked like Kennedy from fucking uh uh MTV at the time, the DJ, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And your wife swears <laughs> up to God. Your wife swears to God, man, that she was like, you know, she did like call or whatever. Like I pass out or whatever. I don't know. And she, your wife swears up and down that she called. I still don't believe it. I I, I don't believe it. I left some points on the board. I hate that. All right. I anyway. never- uh, yeah, 30 yeah. years ago, huh? Oh, yeah. remember all the ones that got away, yeah. sir. All right, so yeah. Kitty Pride um, yeah, sure. is a teacher in Ohio. It's a bunch of shitty kids. I'm assuming they're all mutants or whatever. You know, they established that Namor was the first mutant, and um, that's basically it. You know, uh, you know, whatever. It's this Kitty Pride, and, and, and that's spent, and that's wrong. But yeah, oh well, whatever. Yeah, we spent more goes time on. on, you know, yeah, we spent more time on Cincinnati than Kitty Pride. Less time, the better. Yeah, which is the best. 
go. All right. So here's the part of the book that pissed me off. The blacks is my note. Um, of course. Okay. Is it my preamble for this whole thing is all right. So we've obviously established that this is an alternate universe, and there's the same people in these universe, but you know, different versions of themselves are playing a particular role in this particular thing. So in this fantastical world that Brian Michael Bendis has created, um, the one black dude is a criminal, and the other black dude is a cop chasing down said black criminal. Like, really? Like, really? That's the droves that you fell into with these two dudes? Really? And Luke Cage got cornrows? Really? This is where we are, man? Come on, dude. Like, whatever. So, yeah, Luke Cage the criminal. Uh, Sam is a detective or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Wilson Fisk got beat the fuck up. You know, uh, Luke Cage is perfectly fine with him getting beat up. And then there's this undercurrent about, you know, like, you know, you're a sellout, essentially, Sam Wilson, uh, because you're, you know, a detective, you know, for the sapien, a sapien detective. And as they start to throw this idea out again, is that whatever about the normies, air quotation, uh, and what they're doing and arresting people or whatever. It just made me mad. It just was it's so basic, like so like, yeah, you know, I know this is a different world or whatever, but definitely you blackies definitely still criminals. And definitely going to be a black dude, you know, to, you know, to kind of fuck them up or whatever. Because, you know, it kind of plays on this idea of Sam still got this sense of right and wrong, even though he's in an alternate universe. And then Luke Cage was a criminal at some time. So, of course, he'd be a criminal now, too. So, what the fuck? You know, I mean, it just it just pissed me off. That's it. I, I, I have nothing else to say about that. If anybody wants to add anything, please go ahead. Uh, just question. Who is the female next to Luke? And is that storm behind him in that first, uh, well, not the first panel, but uh, third or fourth panel, whatever that is? Uh, I don't think so. Because Storm's... There's a woman with white hair. It's oh, not Storm. Yeah. She comes in the story later. Yeah, Storm's coming up soon. That's true. Yeah. That's true. When Stacy could be on that shit. Yeah, I don't know who that chick is. Yeah. Maybe it's Misty Knight. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It'll probably come up soon enough. But they don't really say Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. That's what, it. What, well, you All know right. what? I, can I throw this in here? Go ahead. This alternate universe where everybody's got powers and or seems like it, and they're got schools and teaching. That's Hero Academia. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it I is. Can't, yeah. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. I cannot yeah. do it. Each their own. I cannot do it. <laughs> I, y'all know how many points I score with like nerd children at my job. When I'd be like, oh, that looks, you know, because yeah. I know the names, but I never watch the shit. I, I can just be like, oh, that's whatever. They'd be like, oh, like, how do you know about this? I'm like, hey, I know about a lot of stuff. But really, I was like, I just know the name because whatever the fuck. I didn't watch any of this shit, but they don't know that. <laughs> All right. So, All right, so we get to Doctor Strange next. And, okay, so he calls this person Robert. Is that somebody that we know? Is that a hero a or is this? Is it's the Sentry. Oh, see, that's why he sucks because I hate it. Oh, there you go. oh, no wonder I didn't know. No wonder I didn't know him. Yeah. Shit. Now, speaking of a character whose costume, well, he also sucks though. Costume sucks. He sucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> another another failed another failed character with a push hey, too. Got another two inches of got another two inches of dick. <laughs> 
So Dr. Strange Damn. is now a psychologist, and he's treating patients. Uh, yeah, and so it's the century here. And, uh, you know, this hero is having nightmares uh, about a black wall that takes his son or whatever. And it seems like, much like in Secret Wars, which we just read, you know, the Doctor Strange already knows that this is some bullshit, this world. Like, he, he already figured it out. <laughs> like, I just got to, I'm trying to put the pieces together. But obviously, this whole thing is bullshit already. So he, he already knows. And then we go on to the next scene. And it's like wordless. It's Russia. It's Colossus. Your boy Hutch pulling a plow yeah. all by himself. But no words, just Colossus pulling a plow, man. That's it. Hutch, what you, what you got? That's your man. Has he got any drawers on? It doesn't look like it. I, no. He, this is, I don't know, this is for, I don't know where the hell this shit comes from. Yeah. But this is as about as stereotypical and awful as possible. Yeah. Standard beefcake shot. Mm. Like, hey, well, we had right. lightning bolts on this Mr. Carl's titties, so here's certain colossal. Yeah, yeah, top gun <laughs> something mess. Yeah, hot mess. All right. This next scene, it kind of confused me a little bit. So we're in a, a laboratory or whatever. I think we're in Chicago, and it's Beast. Chicago. Yeah, and Hank Pym. Um, and they're talking yeah. about some experiment. I, I kind of thought this might be Dark Beast, by the way. But I don't know why I had that thought. Um, but anyway, so... I think it's just Dick Beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's being a dick. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of a jerk. Could be Dark Beast for all. Well, the term reverse racism got thrown in there. And I was just like, here, here we go. Let me throw this fucking thing. Reverse racism? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so we get to the term of sapiens again, but now it's Tony Stark. So Tony Stark is like the, the highest ranking sapien or the smartest sapien or he's doing something or whatever. And he's working on something that he doesn't want to get accused of reverse racism that's going to, you know, mess with the homo superiors or whatever. And I mean, in a sense, I didn't really understand this whole scene. Does any, can anybody else kind of explain what the hell happened here? Because I didn't really get it. I think the the issue was so Hank and Hank are working for Tony, and uh, Hank Pym is is working on or believes he can make a cure, right, for mutants, and so mutants, yeah. you know this is and then right. basically Hank McCoy talks down to him like, yeah, you're just a, you're just a sapien, and yeah. it's just it's a weird scene, and it, and it doesn't really, I don't know that it pays off, so I'm not sure what it was trying to do. Right. Yeah. It's- it's showing. I think the main, I think the main idea was to show how the whole mentality is flipped, and that mutants are the superior race, and humans are basically on the way out. They're dying out, and he's kind of talking down to him like, uh, "You don't need to be doing that." Uh, uh, basically, saying Tony Stark doesn't want this, uh, whatever the hell he was trying to do, uh, done. And he's using it as an excuse to mm-hmm. basically just talk down to him. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. Okay. Basically. Yeah. I, I my my note here is like like you mad, bro? Like I mean that's basically like the speech that he gave him. You know I I think I don't know. Talk about two characters that are kind of unlikable and uh, for different reasons. Um. Uh. I mean just yeah, for true. completely different reasons, but both hugely unlikable. Uh. So putting them in a scene together just kind of took me out. All right. Up Beast next. used to be likable. Yeah, but well, when they so, made him smart and yeah. smart and and hairy or, or less hairy, well, he, 
And they kept they kept making it. Now he's Cat Beast. And, yeah, uh, he's not even regular oh, Beast. Shit. Like, oh, oh. So what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Oh god. So, so we shift to Paris, France, um, and we get Storm here. Speaking of Storm, she is here. Um, of this course. Dre- this dress, though. Uh, damn, son. Um, what the hell? Damn. Yeah. I mean, my damn. goodness gracious, what in the world? Um, but hey, I'm not mad at it. Um, uh, and then the designer of said dress is the wasp or Jana Van Dyne or whatever. And, you know, oh, when I use my powers, it like messes, it bunches up and obviously pushes your titties out of your freaking neck because don't use your powers. But the bigger issue there is that she drops this. Please hint. use your powers. Yeah, oh, yeah. She drops this line about, you know, will the house mm. of Magnus, what will the house of Magnus be wearing, you know? And, you know, we get, like, that's the first, you know, sense of that. And, of course, Janet knows, you know, what they're going to be wearing. And she's trying to match her colors so that she, you know, is in line with the royal family, as it were. Um, And, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we get this little line in there. And, you know, they're just giving you a little bit here and there, whatever. And then she did get some um, Wakandan fabrics, uh, she said, you know, that she had wanted. You know, just throw that in there, too. Okay. I have another side angle topic here. Um, so there's talk of Storm being in Black Panther 2. Uh, you know, there's that rumor that's been going around. I think Janelle Monet put her name in the hat uh, to be one of the Again? To, well, uh, really? Look, y'all. I love Halle Berry. I don't think that anybody, actually uh, everybody on this podcast loves Halle Berry. Like, I don't think that's even in dispute. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's terrible yeah. at Storm. Yeah. And then Fox was yeah. like, hey, let's see if we can find that's somebody worse yeah. to make them Storm. And then they did. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. They found Alexandra Ship and made her Storm, who was a thousand times worse. Okay. So... Let's maybe not do that. Let's maybe not cast. Her. And I don't think Janelle Monae is a biracial woman or whatever. So, but let's like, like it's not, it's an African goddess. Maybe she should look like she came from Africa. Just a thought. For a change. Yeah, just a thought. Yeah. You know, it probably should be a darker skinned actress. No fucking shade to Janelle Monae or whatever. But um, no. But anyway, send so, the hate email to yeah, the producers comics at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but and you hate on the the the, 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 the Rock and Roll Express too. Fuck you, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Love and hug, Robert Gibson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, fuck that losing his hair, motherfucker. I saw him get thrown to a table on AEW like three months ago. So, fuck him. Alright, anyway. Old ass man. How the hell are they throwing these old men to freaking tables, man? They right, freaking Robert got One dollar, two dollar, three dollars. Anyway. Oh, they still waiting on that sad. retirement yeah. check from Vince McMahon. Hey, man, they're in the Rock, in the rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're Ooh. in the WWE Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? So... But they're but unfortunately they're still alive. I don't know what that means, but I mean, well, how are they? Yeah. Well, whatever. All right. Anyway, so okay. It means they didn't murder anybody and they didn't piss Vince off. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah. They shut their mouth. Exactly what it they means. Their yeah. For, for now, or it yeah. is, or they didn't call nobody the N word either. Yeah. Well, you can get in all the things. Well, yeah, we know. Get in and stay in with that one. Um. All right. Um. So. 
Black Panther, <laughs> Storm in there. Hutch, I'm going to throw to you only because I know this pisses you off. Like, them being together uh, in the cool. comic books was just one of the worst awful things that they have ever committed to comic books. And Whoa! They, they put Wait that a marriage, minute! Hold on. You wrote a whole article about this marriage was stupid. I did. Okay. I did. No, I, well, that, damn it. Somebody got to be happy and black. Okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I mean, what the? I mean, at the rate we're going, I mean, who's gonna get married at this point? I get what you're saying. I mean, but it, it's it's retro canon. Like they, they they put them together later on because they thought that was like a cool thing to do or whatever. When in actuality, their worlds really never crossed paths until they made them freaking husband and wife. So no, no, make- no, no, wait. Well, they, 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 you know what? Uh, I mean, this would. There was an episode of was it Marvel Team Up? I think it was one of your Marvel Team Ups Uh-oh. that you had. Okay. They had, they oh, had boy. Black Panther and and uh, Storm working together versus this evil white South African dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were young though. Mm-hmm. They were still like teenagers or something before yeah. Professor X or. Jeffrey Epstein got his hands on her. Put <laughs> 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 that take in a second. Oh, podcast. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's built into the end of the notes here. Um, but go ahead. Um, I just, I just don't think that they. I just don't think that that. I don't, one. I don't think Black Panther needs the. I, I don't know which who's getting the rub there. I don't think that they need to put that character into that Black Panther movie where it should establish the character in and of itself in like the x-men universe like just putting her there just i don't know it just doesn't do i don't think it it's needed it, it it would it would bring a whole lot of friction to that to that movie if yeah if if, if storm yeah. is introduced yeah. and you know there's a lot of girl power or woman power in it already yeah you put storm in there mm-hmm. i mean black panther i mean a, a panther gotta do what a panther gotta do yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll, but I don't want to see Nakia and freaking Aurora fighting over T'Challa. Like I just right, don't want exactly. to, you know, because I mean, that's going to become. No. Yeah, that's just, and, I don't think they're gonna. Do, I don't think they're gonna do that. I Shuri think they're smarter too, than that. I hope Shuri's yeah. gonna get involved. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole lot of. It's no. gonna be a episode of the barbershop or the yeah. other version of it. Real Housewives oh, of Atlanta. Oh Real Housewives the, the right, of Wakanda. Yeah. Of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we don't need we don't need that every black person seen that shit in real life already. Yeah, for sure. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna pay twenty bucks to see it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Oh Jesus! Right. Yeah. So the last bit here is that of course they were not gonna do this without Wolverine because you know in 2005 he was definitely um John Cena. Uh, he was running the company here. Um, John Cena. Uh, he's of course, and it's the Weapon X experiment or whatever. He wakes up in a cold sweat into a, a sexy redhead or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck is this about? You know, and just, you know, it's Mystique. You know, she calls him James, um, you know, and he kind of freaks out or whatever as she turns back blue. And then he runs out of his room. This reminded me actually of the end of Captain America First Avenger. Or the tag, mm-hmm. not the yeah. end of it, like the tag of it. Like oh. After they woke him up from at the very end, yeah, like where he runs out and was like he didn't know what was going on, you know, because he comes running out, he sees yeah. like a, a opening and he goes outside and he looks. I mean, I'm gonna assume that's a shield helicarrier that he's on top of, and there's all kinds of you know planes and it looks like a Sentinel or Iron Man or an Iron Man Sentinel in there, and then. 
What do y'all think that the insignia that's flying on the planes is? Is that an M? Do you think that's that's an M, and it's um and it's also an homage to Magneto's helmet. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Little, if you uh, zoom in on him, okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah. All right. So and then that's really it. I mean, that is the end of issue number two. You know, again, a ton of world building. Not a whole heck of a lot that happening really in this issue, which has really been like the standard bear of, you know, kind of all of these mini series, you know, where they're just like, you know, they get you in with that issue number one. The first, you know, the first uh, the first crack is free and then they get you hooked and then you, you know, you're stuck trying to finish this whole thing. Yep. So, you know, that's it. All right. Yep. All right. So that's the end of issue two. We're going to talk about this on here really fast. Hush built uh, in our email chain about this idea that... Hey guys, it's a producer from Brothers Comics. As you hear the X-Men, the animated music playing us out, I had to do this little tag here at the end because Hutch messed up his audio near the end of the podcast. So, uh, remember you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify now. Rate, review, subscribe. Join us next week as we dive into issue number three of House of M and uh, go through this whole process with us. Thanks a lot for listening. Peace.